session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako Chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 126. We are that podcast that talks about anime, cons, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And Ari, you sound a little muffled there. You start, mm. you start to sound like um, the Godfather. I can't really make people offers they can't refuse yet. <laughs> Well, maybe if you throw the voice a little bit higher up, it might come across. Oh, don't start. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Love you, Maka-chan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are live tonight, week of August 13th, 2013. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. If you have a chat client such as Merc, XChat, or Chatzilla, you can go to irc.gamesearch.net and the chat room is Vog. But if you don't want to go through all of that, if you click directly on, if you go to animejamsession.com and you click on, da 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 okay, not Vog, now you click on forums, you will see a link there. For you to click on that will take you directly to the chat room. Makes things simple, easy, and effective. So now that we got that out of the way, how is everybody doing tonight? Yeah, pretty good. Not bad. Well, that's good. That's good. So, um, let's see what else we got here. Ah, don't forget we are on the Vogue Network as always Tuesdays at 9:30 p.m. on live. Followed by an encore presentation Thursdays at 1 p.m. If you're part of the Vlog Network, here is your chance to go in and get those check-ins. Check-ins are points. You post on the forums, you check in on the podcast. It's like a gamer score, but it's not like Xbox Live where everyone's just saying crazy and derogatory and crazy shit. Which reminds me, I have to re-up my Xbox Live, I think, sometime soon. You'll have it set to uh, auto-renew every month or something like that? I don't have 60 bucks right now. Oh. oh, understandable. Yeah, I might just go out and just get like a like a one month just to tide me over, you know, so we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. So, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Yeah. Okay, like today was all right. I ended up at a friend's that like for most of the day, my friend Vashel, he was marathoning the entire the entire DBZ series all this week. Wow. And it's everyone and and one of his friends just stop over and watch it. What ep- what episode was he on when you got there? Uh, the Namek saga. They were just getting the Namek. Ah. Uh, and when I left, the Ginyus were about to show up. Mighty Morphin Ginyu Force. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Or from the other Pioneer dub, the Spice Boys. Pioneer dub. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, the Ginyu Bo- the Ginyu Force was called the Spice Boys or some shit like that. No, Spice Boys were were the uh, Garlic Junior Saga, that, that which was filler. Okay, then never mind. That's all right. Let me That's all right. Nobody pays attention to you anyway. I got an image in my head. Of, what was that, Mako-chan? Wannabe. So thanks for that. Look here, Mako-chan. I will permanently ban you from alcohol. You can't permanently ban me from alcohol. Fine, I can. You don't. 
You don't control me. Fine. Next time I come over, I will duct tape you to the chair and sit there as me and everybody else drinks alcohol, has beverages, and you can't do anything about it. That ain't right. Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. That ain't right, bitch. <laughs> and if we go to the chat room at live.botnetwork.com, HockeyCommon says, or as they were known in the Japanese version, the Dairay Rangers. And um, Scarlet goes, I remember the E Talk Soup Spice Boys and all that version of the Spice Boys. Oh, lordy, lordy, lord. <laughs> all right, uh, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, my week was filled with work, and my day was filled with uh, um, basically I made spaghetti sauce and watched uh, Madoka, all of it, in one shot. <sighs> Okay. How'd that work out for you? Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Before we go ahead and get into that, I was going to play the usual one of the background music for How Was Your Week and How Was Your Day, but the fact that she says she sat there and watched all of Madoka, we're going to have to do this right. I'm going to skip this up a little bit because of the backbeat, and come on. There we go. It's all you. Please, tell us about Madoka Magica as quickly as plausible. What is there really to tell? Oh, we Well, we all know that your opinion on stuff is always different from other people, so I gotta hear what you had to say, because I was, I was intrigued by what you said about it on your Facebook. Okay, so um, my take on Madoka. Um, everybody says that it's really twisted, and I didn't see it as twisted at all. I really liked it um, from a psych major standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody hates on Kyubei, mm-hmm. and I didn't get that at all. And I mean, at all. Um, he actually reminded me of somebody with Asperger's unable to uh, understand other people's emotions and completely stuck on the topic that he's interested in and knows about and that's it just keeps going with that and everything he does is for that specific topic so yeah that's my take on the the quote unquote incubators I just have one thing to say about that. What? Madoka. 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 Oh, God <laughs> damn it. You just had to go there, didn't you? That's the way she dra- described Cube. It fits. So was this the magical girl theory? <laughs> uh, <sighs> anyway, so yeah, I, oh, I, really, didn't, wow. I really enjoyed it. And it's definitely, it's definitely, if you step back from the magical girl thing and just look at it from, like, and psychoanalyze it, it's really, really interesting. Well, I'm not surprised by your reaction, per se, because you like fucked up shit like that. You're so used to it, so so whatever happened is just nothing new. 
Yeah, yeah. I have a, a very eclectic taste in what I watch and what I read, so it wasn't really, um, like, it didn't really phase me at all. I can imagine you going, like, rolling your eyes and going, meh. Well, yeah, I mean, the stuff that had other people going a little bit crazy, just that's what I was like. I'm like, yeah, all right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely up there with the darker aspect of Magical Girl series. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. And it's, it's definitely, if you look at it from a psychological standpoint, it's definitely a what-the-fuck anime. Mm. Yeah, well, it is. You know, it's like I said. I mean, I like my dark stuff, but you're further down into the rabbit hole than I am, which is why a lot of this shit caught me off guard. It's like real-time magical girl. It's like as if Usagi's transforming into Sailor Moon and the demon of the day just comes around with the clothesline from hell and is like, I don't think so. <laughs> it's like, you better run and hide somewhere buy yourself some time to transform. <laughs> yeah, so that was my day. I think after the show is over, I will probably start watching um, another of my favorite kind of twisted anime. Oh. Um, it's it, it's a, a horror series anime. Um, I think I mentioned it last night on Facebook. Mm -hmm. But it's got a sequel to it that uh, I haven't seen yet. So I'm going to sit down and watch that. Mm -hmm. But the art style actually kind of reminds me of uh, Madoka. Where it's not just straight um, drawing and it's not CGI. It's mixtures of textures and stuff like that. Um, Moronoke and uh, Bakaneko uh, from the series that I'm going to watch. It's a mix of drawn anime and like all of the backgrounds are very textured. So nothing is just a plain color. It's actually, it looks like textured paper. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a really interesting animation style. So I really like it. Well, you know, the way you're describing it, it reminded me of um, it kind of reminded me of um. God damn! I lost my tr my train of thought. Because something happened upstairs, I'm hearing stomping. It just caught me completely, totally off guard. But oh yeah, well. that sucks. Yeah, it happens. But um, yeah, it, it is. But oh, yeah, now I remember the way you were describing the artwork and the style. It you got me from you. You got me thinking of of um, Attack on Titan because when I started watching it, everyone's talking about the art style, the animation, and everything about it, so it, it kind of got it to, uh, kind of clicked with me. And, um, as we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, uh, ActDef goes, contract? 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 Rageinator goes, if you want to be my Ginyu, you have to get with my force. Oy vey. <laughs> Washo Otaku says, today is International Left-Handed Day. And you got all giddy about that. 
and yep. Act F is talking about how awesome Steins Gate is. That's something I do want to watch. Um, as for my week and my day, well, for those of you who are on my um, private uh, Facebook, I'm coming down to the friggin' wire. I feel like playing the Rocky theme, but I'm too lazy to play it, but, um... Plus, it's cliche, you can think of something better. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I think I can find something... Well, I'll, I'll save that for next week, but, um... I have one more final tomorrow, and that's it. I am done with school. Yay! And I will find out on Friday, um... About what the final grades are, because all grades have to be in on Friday. So... I am looking at, I kind of averaged out what my midterm grades were as my final ones. So I'm looking at a possible 3.2 for the semester, which means I don't owe my school five, a five, an extra 500 bucks. Nice. nice. And that, I think my cumulative GPA would be like a 2.5 or something like that, because my first semester there, I really tanked out. But I'll still have my degree. So I can put... Both schools, my leaving GPA for both, that's all that matters. So after that, I'm just going to probably relax for a week because I think I have a friend coming to visit. So after that, I'll just put, I'll just get down, get down and dirty and hit the job market. Easier than it sounds. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thank you. Uh, Let's see. What else do we have here? Um, let's see. Let's let's see what else is on the scroll roll. Well, the usual. We got that all covered. So, we I think we started like a, like a minute or two early, give or take. But um, that doesn't really matter because this entire podcast is coming to um, is all about Otakon, Otakon twenty thirteen, twenty years of anime convention goodness. So, me and Ari and a bunch of others, we went, we sang, we conquered, we kicked ass. That's all that really matters, so. Yes. You maybe couldn't have been there with us, Mako. Are you kidding me? She won't go. I would never go. Just a thought. Well, Uh, I don't do well in crowds, so, yeah, no. What if it was 30,000 people floating around in a space for 100,000 people? That's different. Okay. See, you would like Katsukon because it's like 15,000 people, but it's so spaced out. It's like, you're like, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah, I've got no problem with a lot of people if there's also a lot of space, like mm. packs. Yeah, you you would have, yeah, some parts about this would have uh, really weirded you out, trust me. Mm. Well, you know. Anywho, let uh, yes, Mark, you got something to say real quick, or? Oh, I just posted a picture, a screen cap mm-hmm. of uh, the anime I was talking about in the chat. Oh, okay. And you can see that everything is very textured, like it's paper. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm talking Ooh. about. Yeah. Okay. If we go to the chat, um, Rageinator goes. My one only gripe about Attack on Titan that it's subbed. I generally shy away from subbed anime or go for the dubbed. Well, Rage, I I understand, and I do, but sometimes some anime come out comes out 
better subtitled than it is dubbed. A lot of times in dubs, they um they take slight liberties to fix things because certain jokes won't translate. As far as I know, right now the distribution rights is just for subtitled only. It's probably gonna be maybe. I don't think we're gonna see a double that until 2014, if that. I think Funimation's actually working on it. That's what I mean. We won't see it until then. Yeah. It. it although. Even though it's just now being put out, mm-hmm. uh, it's possible that they're going to work on it fast. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I would assume probably earliest spring 2014. Yeah, definitely. All right, so until then, let's go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're going to talk about Katsuka. We're going to talk about Otacon. <coughs> Plus, we'll have a little surprise, a little awesome treat for everyone who can, who wants to, like, say their piece on things. So, until then, we'll be back in just a bit. All right, then. Let's do it. Don't go and slip the night, got a station in the 
some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VogNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sista and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash Otaku. Well, thank you, Mario, for that awesome uh, independent podcast and a little spliff of ours. And don't forget, his album is still available. I think it's like 10 bucks on his website, MarioBueno.com. I have to admit, it is a very good album. It'll probably be on my top five list of 2013. So, oh yeah, one more thing I forgot to mention about my weekend day, which will probably shock everybody on here. I, hmm. I stopped playing Candy Crush Saga for about good solid hour today you stopped You're playing for an hour yes i stopped playing for an hour congrats yes because i got my hands on project uh cross zone there you go and the best part is amazon had it on sale for 29.99 and i had a five dollar rewards on gift certificate price match and saved five bucks congrats why thank you and now I have enough money left over on that gift card so I can pick up DuckTales Remastered. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Uh, congrats. Well, yeah. Yeah, everybody's like playing tonight, but I'm like, I'm going to wait. Why are you waiting? Uh, Collector's Edition comes out next Tuesday for PlayStation 3. It's an actual box, it comes with the code and a limited edition Scrooge McDuck pin, so that's worth 20 bucks. And and uh, hockey come asks how is uh, Cross Zone? It's a strategy RPG like Advance Wars, but it's very simple and straightforward. You move your character, you get into the fight, and you just start pushing buttons to attack left and right until your time expires. Uh, it's I did good. A review of this, didn't I? Say what? 
I believe I did a review of this. Yeah, I've just given my personal thoughts on that. Uh. But if you want more of an in-depth review of Cross Zone, just head on over to AnimeJamSession.com. Already did review it, I believe, what, last week or a week before last? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Really good game. Mm-hmm. But, of course, you know, whenever they do a crossover game, nobody's going to be completely satisfied with the roster. Well, I would have liked more rival schools, but, you know, it is what it is. You were lucky to get, you were lucky to get Batsu. Mm. People were already complaining about the nerfed soundtrack that came over. Mm-hmm. But that's why you go looking for the original Japanese soundtrack, so... And, yes, I believe that is Sukasa that is in the game. Hmm? From Dot Hack. You did see a Dot Hack character on the cover box. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. So, anywho, let's get let's get down and dirt down and somewhat dirty, and let's talk about what went down. But before we get into all of that, by the way, yes, it's not Sukasa, who it's is? Kite. Yeah, Kite and Black Rose are two playable characters. Well, I didn't play Dot. Hack. I didn't wa- play or watch Dot Hack. I just know the character Sukasa and the other character DJ AJ cosplays. That's it. Yeah, those are from the anime. Well, they went with the the game characters. Well, put a rose on your nose. Only if it's a black rose. Hur 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 hur. Match your black heart, but of course. Hur 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 hur. Hmm. Okay, so before we get into what we thought of Otakon Twenty, uh, let's talk about three things that went down. Uh, there were press releases about some cool shit that was happening this weekend. Maku, you mind taking the first one, please? Uh, sure. That's the Funimation one? Yes, it is. That is the Funimation one. If I can get it to load. No problem. There we go. Alright, so, uh, yeah. Funimation announced that they uh, acquired some stuff from uh, Bondi Entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they got Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star... Escaflone the movie, The Vision of Escaflone, uh, My Hime, My Otomoe, uh, and I guess all of its sequels, um, Tales of the Abyss, Witch Hunter Robin, Code Geass, Angel Links, Crest of the Stars, Banner of the Stars, Banner of the Stars 2, Passage of the Stars, and um, I believe they also got the Outlaw Star uh, um, spin off. Um, yeah, I don't think that's on this on this article. It was written in. I do like the fact that they are putting um, these series on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, I don't have a Blu-ray player, so I don't care. Well, I will be. Well, I will be picking up um, Cowboy Bebop on Blu-ray. That's a given. And I'm glad they got Witch Hunter Robin because that was one series I got. I saw. An episode here and there, but... Yeah, Witch Hunter Robin was really, really good. I wanted to see the whole thing, so... Yeah, Witch, Witch Hunter Robin was, uh... I've been wanting to cosplay as Robin for a while. There was a Robin at Otacon. I got her picture. Awesome. Yes. I'm just looking to see Outlaw Star on the home release again, because that, that was pretty good. Yeah, I have to finish watching mine. Yes, you do. Hey! What? 
busting my balls up in here. You have a lot of anime that you have to watch. Yes. Because you I... have anime ADD. Well, well, yeah, and that end, I can't help when Funimation had these great sales, like out, like um, XL Saga for ten bucks. Shut up and take my money. And yet, yeah, well, that is still sealed on my shelf when I bought it like almost a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm just terrible. Um, since you guys actually went to Otacon and are going to discuss everything, should I just do? All of the uh, press release. Uh, I ain't gonna stop you. No, but I'm going to take this one and. Of course you are, because oh my god. Okay, now and it, now I understand why my friend jumped ship to another. Okay, now why she was there. Okay, okay, I'll explain. I'll explain a lot of that later. Go ahead, take this. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I, I knew you were gonna do that. I was like, oh my god, it's my fandom. You can't have it, even though you're gonna squee no matter what. Well, I well, just take it and go. I am, but the thing about my fandom is just that I don't see. There's no credit card reader on the side of my monitor to swipe my card. Okay, read it get, and go. Try throwing cash at your monitor. That usually works. Yeah, but when well, my cash gets thrown back at me, I figure if I swipe the credit card, it'd be a lot quicker, you know? <laughs> Read the article, or I will. Oh, you don't! Why would you... Don't do that. I, because I, we've just been talking about nothing right now, and the people listening in have no idea what the hell we're saying. So, read it, or I will. Fine, fine, hold on. Fine. Well, one of my good friends, Charlene, who's now the senior manager for anime marketing at Viz, who was also um, who also worked for Funimation, helped put out Panty and Stocking, has some interesting things to say. First up, there will be a full color release of Dragon Ball coming out in February. It'll be in, in a larger size than it was released before, but about the same size as a graphic novel. It will also see uh, Dead Man Wonderland coming out as well. And now they will be re-releasing Ranma One Half. This time it's not as single volumes, but dual volumes. I'm definitely going to have to get my hands on those because I never finished collecting the original set. And then they re-released them in the original volumes as they were in Japan. I think I bought one book of that and that was the last of it. So here's my chance to do it again. Let's see, what else do we have here? Viz will be doing more reprints of the monster manga will be coming out. But that's not the most important thing about this. No, it is the no, most important thing. It's just not your favorite thing. Damn right. <laughs> if you can't tell by the music in the background, that is the opening theme to Ranma One Half. Viz Media has announced that Ranma One Half will be available via streaming on Neon Alley, and it will be re-releasing the anime for the first time ever on Blu-ray. All 161 episodes will be released, and you, like I said, they will be streaming not just on Neon Alley. It will be available on Hulu and VizAnime.com. And to make things even better, there will be a exclusive Ron Mo One Half fan event at New York Comic Con. I've already thrown money to get a new get a new get a new cosplay done. Yeah. A new Ron Mo cosplay. Well. 
Yeah, cause my sis Oshi, we met and we did boy type and girl type Ranma, so she's making a new tunic, and I'm like, I'm throwing money at you to make me one, so I figured, yeah, why the hell not? And if we- yeah, they're um, also going to be airing the HD version of Ranma on TV in Japan. <laughs> to quote Daniel Bryan, yes, 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 yes. But seriously, I am curious how it's going to look in HD. I don't know if it's going to be like stretched, like stretched 4-3, or it's actually outside footage we never saw. That has happened. They could just be, um, like digitally, like... Upscaling it? Yeah. Okay. I don't see them adding stuff that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if we go to the chat room, ActF says, I have jizz all over the screen when I saw that. You have no idea. You don't know. No, 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 no. See, he had me going searching for this stuff. Didn't tell me why I was to go searching for this stuff. He's on the road home from Otakon, and I said, hey, did you realize that there's going to be a fan event at New York Comic Con? And I, I knew from the reaction that I got in the chat that he squealed all over the place. Well... Just for the record, I asked you to get those before I knew anything about that. Really? Really. Because I knew for a fact that me and Ari were going to be running around talking, seeing stuff at the con, but not doing the technical aspect about press releases and stuff. So I figured you could just grab that information real quick. Oh, when you told me that, I figured you had seen it and gone all crazy and shit. Now, here's the funny thing, though. I get there Friday... and, and I'm talking to Adam Sheehan over at Funimation, and we're like, we're both Ron One Half fans. So I say somebody, you know, it would be really be cool if uh, if Ron would be on Blu-ray, but it'll never happen. He says something about I wouldn't be to- so sure of that or something like that. And I'm like, well, it is what it is. So I, and I leave. Now later that Saturday, I'm going back to my room, and I see him. He's like, did you hear the news? I'm like, what are you talking about? Ron One Half is coming to Blu-ray. And I'm like, you are lying. You are <laughs> lying. He's like, no, no, no. It's true. I get to my room, I jump on Twitter, and I see from Charge, like, did you see the news? <laughs> and, I, and I just look over, I was like, oh, yeah. She was like, were you there for the news? And I see, and I, and I respond, and I, did, and I was like, I wasn't there, but, but she had, had told me, and I was like, shut up and take my money. And that was, and that, is all good, and then didn't also didn't help the fact that uh, she had also uh, linked me to the cover, bo- the um, the cover of the first two volumes. So you were very happy, Rama, weren't you? Yeah, and you know what? I might end up doing. I may just buy the books and keep them sealed, and just like buy digital cop digital copies of them if they, if they do it, so I can read it on my tablet. That reminds me, I'm like six chapters behind on Naruto, but whatever. Ah, boohoo! Exactly. So, you know, I doubt this would this would happen, but for this fan event, that'd be really something if they get Rumiko Takahashi to show up. I doubt that would happen, but that would just be like, whoa, mind is blown. Mm. We'd be able to hear you squeeing from Staten Island. 
No, you'll hear me screaming all my yes from st- from, from middle of Manhattan. <laughs> so, but, um, hey, Ari, you want to take this last article here real quick about Sentai Filmworks? Sure. Well, let me bring it up. Mm-hmm. Unless Maka wants to go with it. Oh, I don't care. Rama told you to do it. Even though okay. you two are going to be talking about Otakon. Whatever. You know what? She she's being she's being a moody bitch. So why don't we just let her have it? Nope. All right, go for it, Mako. Nope. I already closed it out. Oh, you're such a bitch. Yep. You condescending. Yeah, you love me anyway. I love you as far as I can throw you, and that's not very far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, Al. Mm. <laughs> anyway, during the. Otakon 2013 panel, North American anime publisher Sentai Filmworks released a basic outline of their December release date, which is to include the first ever attempt at releasing subbed-only anime releases on Blu-ray, which, often due to cost, may, many publishers choose a side seventh all English is produced. <coughs> their mm-hmm. standard releases are going to be Magical Play, DG Sharat, which is going to be subtitle-only, including the uh, Christmas, flower viewing, rainy season, summer, and vacation specials. All right. Um, before we continue, it's DigiCharit, but this is something. DigiCharit. Yeah, Sorry. something interesting. I was looking for uh, DigiCharit plushies on Amazon, just prices, and I stumbled across the DVD. The first, evidently, the, f- the DVD that came out with the original episodes was like a limited run. Somebody is selling it sealed for forty five hundred dollars. Yeah. Wow. And used is going for seven hundred and fifty bucks. Damn. The fuck? Okay, they also got Kokoro Concert, the OVA, dubbed on DVD and Blu-ray. The Tomb, same thing. Say I Love You, Girls und Panzer TV Collection, dubbed on DVD and Blu-ray. Episodes 5.5 and 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 10.5 won't be dubbed. Mm. And, uh, their uh, Blu-ray experience with subs only are going to be Pecker of Sakurasu Collection 1, Humanity Was Declined, and So I Can't Play H. Hmm. Any of those sound familiar to you? Um, the only one that really sticks out that I know is Magical Play and DigiCharit, because DigiCharit was done by when Broccoli had a, their US arm, I believe, and Magical Play was an ADV title. But I am liking this because the specials I don't have on DVD. So I will definitely be picking those up. The rest of the uh, titles I've never heard from. And the funny thing, I'm scrolling down the page and seeing stuff. And I see that they they also talked about Viz's announcement. And the person misspelled series. How do you miss S E I R E S Cyrus? How the hell? Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I've heard of a couple more of these. Uh, these anime. Mm-hmm. So it, it's gonna make a lot of people happy. Hell yeah. Yep. And Active says people on Amazon overinflate the prices and stuff way too high, and they check eBay instead. Yeah, you'll save like a hundred bucks on 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 eBay. But at least you know you don't know the quality of what you're getting off of the off of um off of eBay. That's the only downside. But mm. 
but enough about that. Now let's get into the meat and potatoes of, of what we're talking about here. Otacon 2013. 20 years. I have been fortunate enough to attend nine of those years. Because one year I didn't go because I just felt burnt out. And I'm like, I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go do... I gotta. I did my no Otacon weekend, so, you know. I think I remember that, kind of. Yeah, we went to... We went to Coney Island and hung out and shit. That's what we did. Mm-hmm. But enough about that. Um, close yeah, my up. first Otacon, I think, was 2004. My uh, my friend Vashel, who whose house I was at earlier, says, like, in the middle of February, he just says, hey, we should go to Baltimore. There's a convention we should go to. And mm-hmm. we're like, okay. And we end up staying at some uh, Roach Hotel that was, like, 20 minutes out from the city. We took us 20 minutes to get there and get our badges that Friday night because we we didn't know how to plan a convention trip and we took us an hour and a half to get get back because we got fucking lost. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, my first Otacon was 2003. I think Andre was telling me about, about, about an 02. I was like, I didn't have the money so I figured this year I'd go. I went with um, Linwood, who's part of our show here. Um... Stayed over at the Days Inn. After that, I kind of realized I don't ever want to stay at the Days Inn because it is the Days Inn. It's a slight. Their rooms are slightly bigger than my studio. <laughs> I mean, I believe it. You could fit two full size. I think you fit two king size beds, the TV, and this and that. And I had a room this year for Scarlett and her crew, and I was like, uh-uh, I'm capping it at five, and you'll understand why when you get there. But then again, it is much small. It's much as much smaller, you know, cheaper in price. But mm-hmm. I, but I prefer to actually. I stayed over at the uh, this year. I stayed at the uh, Baltimore Hilton for two hundred bucks. That was fun. Yeah, two for two hundred bucks a night. I don't have to go outside. I can just traverse back and forth on on the catwalk there. And many times, as the weather trolled everyone on Friday and Saturday, I was inside, dry as a bone. Yeah, because I went to get my press pass on Friday night, and the 10, 15 minutes it took me to walk over to the outside because I figured, eh, why not? They're not going to let me cut through the convention center. These guy turned as black as the ace of spades. <laughs> and I was I was like meandering under every single catwalk and overhang I could get to get from getting too soaked. I actually went through one of the uh, really fancy steakhouses to get into the hotel proper mm. and up to the press room. Well, I discovered over the weekend by accident, if you go down, when you're coming, when you leave the convention center going towards the Hyatt, mm-hmm. if you make the right and you walk that way, that puts you in the Sheraton and you just go up the escalator one flight to, to the press room. Yeah, our press swag was a lot better this year. Yeah. I'm guessing it was because of the 20th anniversary. I, yeah, I, um, yeah, if you were press, you got a commemorative coffee mug. He also got um, a notepad for writing that information. And what else did we get? Or was that it? Oh, just the usual bag of uh, yeah. you know, notices and booklets. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is, as soon as I got home, first thing I did was just pull the mug out and take a picture of it. <laughs> you and your frickin' mug collection. Damn right. I went over to the, ale, to the Pratt Street Ale House to eat dinner. And I had all the press stuff there and... There was about half a dozen different bar flies asking me 
what was going on in the, this weekend and what all that stuff was. That always happens. I, my burger was, I asked for a medium well, but uh, again, it was pink in the middle, and I told him to, to uh, hey, can you uh, cook this a little better? Because I don't want to have another repeat of <clears throat> Magfest. I don't blame you. Go to the chat room real quick. Hockey comments asked me, was it worth the price? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah, the Sheraton wasn't as good as we did. That was like one of the third or fourth out of cons I've been to. What was but, that? Uh, yeah, that, that left a lot to be desired. Mm -hmm. The Sheraton. Yeah. All right, so let's break it down now. Third, as always, Otakon is one of those conventions where you go down Thursday, one way or another. It's that it's that well because Thursday you'll get just to meet up with the majority of your friends. Then the rest of the weekend, good luck finding the rest of them. So, anywho, I was planning to leave early on Thursday, but I had a final to take. So, I'm like, you know what? I found out later that the person I'm writing down with, my other friend Rob, it was just the two of us. So I'm like, you know, I might as well just take the final, come back, pack my stuff, and go. And that's what we did. Two hours into the trip, I forgot my credit card at home. You dumbass. Is that why you were asking me about the PayPal card? Yeah, yeah. it seems like evidently maybe one out of 50 people have a PayPal debit MasterCard, you know? I think for future references, I'm just going to have a secure app with my, with my fingerprint and just have all my credit card numbers attached to that. That way, in the event this shit happens again, I can pull it right up. Because they said um, if I knew the numbers, I could fill out a form and they could just process it that way. And I'm like, well, don't have it. But You didn't know the numbers, did you? Only the last four. And I couldn't remote into my computer to pull, because I know I have a couple of documents that have the numbers. But I shut. But I closed out the remote app, the remote software. So, but everything worked out fine because I I had enough in my in my normal bank account. So I took care of it, and when I got home, I just transferred all the funds over. It was like done and done. I went down Thursday after work. I had the, I was right at the bridge. So mm -hmm. you said it was much easier. You said mm -hmm. fuck it, just go. Yeah, I got everything in one suitcase and all. But uh, I had anticipated spending a lot more time on the road than I actually did because the playlist I put together was like three hours long and there was very little traffic. Well, not... It wasn't like rush hour stuff. But, what, uh, around what time was that? Uh, managed to get in the city around 4.30, 5 o'clock. Alright, so what time did you get, actually get on the road, period? Uh, like quarter after 3. Ah. Alright, then what exit were you at? 1. That's right before the bridge. All right, you are lucky. Very lucky. Yeah, because um, me I was anticipating them send me up to like six or seven, or just you know being wall to wall traffic. If you were between six and eight around that time, you would have been pissed the fuck off. Well, I ended up touring around the city for almost an hour because a my GPS wasn't working when I was trying to find a very specific parking garage, mm -hmm. and I was trying to find parking that wouldn't fucking bankrupt me. I don't blame you. But because I tried to... I 
I pulled up to the hotel, like, thinking, okay, I can just use their, like, use their garage. I'm gonna be too bad. Like, how much is it to park? It's like, like, $28 a night for self-park, 40 for valet. What? Well, they Baltimore does get a lot of events and stuff like this. So of course, they'll have those types of prices. But the thing is, if you didn't, if you missed my tweet about it, we were stuck in traffic for forty five minutes because a truck, a tractor trailer jackknife northbound on the turnpike. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Between exits six and eight, <laughs> which is typical. But it was also five other cars were also involved, which is typical. <laughs> God damn it. I I lived right off of that exit. I know. At least once a week, there was an accident there. I ended up parking on a pocket street, which is like five blocks away, but it was like $14 for a day. I ended up only paying like less than 40 because the way it worked out, I got it in like six Mm o'clock to to park, but I left it around like almost noon. Yeah. It also so it wasn't considered a full day. Also, if you, what one good thing about traveling that me and Mako discovered for PAX East was there are like icon parking and I think general parking. They have parking apps and on Google Play and and the and, and iTunes Store. Mm-hmm. You run these, it, t- it finds out where you are and it tells you where places to park that are cheap. And if you click on it, it tells you the times you have to be there, or it generates like a coupon. You show them, so you get it at that rate. That's what I was trying to tell you to do. Yeah, I just use the best parking app. Mm-hmm. Well, that's one of them. There's another one as well. Best parking, and there's like icon. There's like two of them that really works. Because um, I mean, we could have parked for packs. We could have parked at the Westin, but I was like almost thirty bucks a night. Compa- yeah, that was ridiculous. Compared to just pulling up, unloading, going down the street, and walking, what, what, three blocks back to the hotel for, like, what, $15 a day? It wasn't even $15 a day. Right. It was $30 for the weekend. See, there you go. So, I have no problem walking that little bit of distance just to get cheap parking. Hmm. Actually, I think it went up last year. But... Not enough. To but still, it's yeah. it, it's still for the whole weekend the same price as one day at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't think that is, is that bad. So, and if we go to the chat room real quick, Misty goes, "I'm sorry, but parking is another reason. I'm glad I don't drive at all, let alone when I travel." You still have to pitch in for everyone when when you're in a you know carpool, right? Yes, but she's missing out on all the awesome road trips awesome driving experiences and stuff like that but yeah she does the train yeah choo choo i'm a train go home bus you're drunk which it's not horrible Mm -hmm. but the price by just driving up there with three other people works to be a little bit cheaper per person and i'm all i'm all for saving money yeah and not for nothing yeah round trip i'm just saying baltimore round round trip would cost most people from new york Anywhere from twenty-five to fifty bucks, depending on the company and the time that you buy your ticket. Now, if there's four of you in the car and you each chip in like twenty-five bucks, you'll That's get much better. yeah. Plus, you get to you stop for food. You got tunes and talking, and so, it's like a much you know. It's like an it's like an awesome road trip, you know. 
So yeah, it's not going down by myself. Not, mm-hmm. You know, the, even as sure as it was, it just felt like it took longer than it did. Yeah, and, it a, happens. and a couple of the uh, rest stops were closed for renovation. Yeah, but Maryland House, nobody likes Maryland House, so that's not that, there's no sweat off of my back. But when thing is, I'm when I was calculating the time, I keep forgetting. I'm thinking it's going to be a four-hour trip to get there from here. Actually, it's about three to three and a half. It's four hours um, if you're going to D.C., and that's something we'll get into a little bit later. But um, I digress. So, you yes, know, you do. Yeah. So, Friday. Well, let me finish up. Thursday, besides the weather, everything was okay. I took care of my hotel. It's not a big deal. And I ran into my friend Kayla, and we did a, um, a photo shoot, which should be up soon. She did Poison, which was she was really awesome with that. After talking around, hanging around, that was it. Then we get down to business for Saturday. I mean, Friday. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. I, no, I finally got around and got my badge because evidently there was no signs up saying that they were closed. I didn't get the email saying what time I had to go pick up anything, you know, so. See, I for- just decided to go over there because, hell, I had nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. So... Ari, let's start off with you. How was your Friday, and what panels did you hit up? Uh, let me double check my notes here, because I'm going to end up putting most of the stuff in my review anyway. Gotcha. Uh, let's see. So, okay, didn't drop everything. Nice. Uh, let's see. Intended the uh, anime versus Hollywood panel, which oh. was... Uh, I tried to, to uh, I guess, define how the two industries interacted with the basically how Hollywood likes to attempt to make anime licenses in the movies or something like that but their uh, attempts usually fall flat or they uh, let's see let me look like how anime pioneer techniques like a missing like limited animation or uh, only only very specific mouth movements for speaking. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a bit of a stink about people suggesting which animes would make good movies. And uh, someone suggested Pokemon, and they almost turned turned on the guy. <laughs> okay. But uh, I was also walking around as Steven Stills, but uh. My costume was kind of plain clothes, so no one really recognized me. Well, there was there was another Steven Stills running around. It was a Stills, a Ramona, and a Scott running together. So and I saw plenty of Ramonas. Oh yeah, a lot more than normal. <clears throat> Let's see. I also sat on panels about voice acting. Each you know, if like pretty much telling how Q and A for fans to. Uh, do voice acting stuff, how to you know, how to keep in character, how to develop characters and stuff like that. They also talk a lot about demo reels, which yeah. you know, which are like your resumes, and they said, mm-hmm. like, put the best stuff first because someone can tell whether or not they want to hire you within the first ten seconds or so. Yep. And, uh, ooh, another interesting one was a uh, hundred years of Japanese animation. Mm-hmm. Like, 
hell used to be called Doga, and uh, at w- like one of the, like the really f- like one of the oldest ones they have, like period, is uh, like drawn directly onto like thirty five millimeter film, or, like short and some black and white stuff. Yeah, but a lot of it was uh, destroyed by the Great Kanto Earthquake and World War Two. Mm. And there's they discuss a lot of different. Uh, tropes of the time, you know, like 30s and 40s was a war propaganda. Mm-hmm. How, in, like in the 50s, they started getting inspired by Disney and such. Right. And, uh, let's see. Oh. <clears throat> I was also at the Anime Game Show Super, Sh- Super Show, which was anime-themed versions of, like, Card Sharks and Press Your Luck. Yeah. I didn't get on stage, but uh, it was still pretty fun. Okay, that's cool. And you know how in Card Sharks they had like the two, the three like physical decks. Mm-hmm. That's what these guys had, and all the different cards were anime themed. You mean they had like the large decks? Yep. Wow. They're, like they're like sheets of like eight by ten paper. Hmm. That's I, I, color me impressed. Okay. And uh, I don't know, it was just I stayed away from the dealer's room completely because my money was very limited and I didn't mm-hmm. want to accidentally spend my entire gas or parking budget on some superfluous shit. Right, you know? right. Which which is, which sucks because I got paid the week before and uh, I ran some other expenses that I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. But they they get a lot of good pictures, though. That's good. I did... Go on. What about you? How was yours? It was good. I mean, when I showed up for the press um, orientation, they gave us a tour of the dealer's room, so I kind of had a good idea of what was going on. I I tried to acquire a ticket, you know, for TM Revolution's autograph, but they had already gave them out beforehand, so I'm like, eh, it's all right. No big deal. But because the main thing I wanted to get my hands on was his limited edition um, DVD uh, CD, uh, Geisha Boy. So I bought one, and then I asked, uh, "Is it one per person? Or can I buy more?" They're like, "Oh, you can buy more than one." So I bought two: one for me and one for a friend of mine who is buying it off of me when he gets paid tomorrow, and then he can just come pick it up whenever. One of my favorite parts about Friday was it was the uh, photo shoot. Um, I did show up to the Sailor Moon shoot as Human Artemis. I got there late due to the fact that one the elevators was broken in in Hilton. Which one? Because there's because they were acting weird all weekend. Um, when you when you go to the middle one on the right hand side as you're walking towards the elevators and you're facing the wall. Middle it was the middle elevator on the on the right. Mm-hmm. So I so I got there, and and I was surprised. I mean, there was a, there there were like three human lunas there. So I was like, wow. Human Artemis gets oh you. Human Artemis gets a little bit of love. <laughs> so you know, I stuck around and, and I took pictures. You know, and it was pretty cool. Um, I th- earlier in the day, I also walked around as um, 
Gardabel, and I did it because so, I ran to a friend of mine who I saw who I know from Anime Next. She had her stocking, but we couldn't get together for photos, so we did it at that then in time. And honestly, I did tell uh, mm-hmm. a couple of really nice panning and stocking cosplayers about you, but uh, yeah, only like one or two said they had seen you. Yeah, I, it was like I, I was the only Gardabel there that whole weekend. That's like the third time that's happened. And and speaking of of um Gardabelt, um funny thing, I got a text from Uncle Yo earlier um earlier that day. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Okay, here we go. He goes, Nostalgia critic attacking Sailor Moon. You're gonna dress as Gardabelt and bless Uncle Yo's throwdown? And I'm like, you tell me when and where and I'll be there. I think he was doing an analysis of it, but uh, he just ended up like not liking it or something like that. Yeah, that, I was like, 12 noon Saturday. I was like, yeah. He texts me like a half hour prior. He's like, call it off. It's a dumb idea. Which I didn't mind because didn't have to put it on because this is one of the few times um, I actually enjoyed the fact that I was not cosplaying from sun up to sundown. Because I guess, you know, I felt more pride in my staff shirt. So I was like, you know, taking pictures, handing out cards, and I'm wearing a shirt that represents who I am and who we are and what we do. So I was I was quite happy about that. And then and, and everything was just chill and mellow. You know, I'm running into a lot of people, and I'm meeting them. Some people I haven't seen in a long time. There was a few people I, have, I didn't get a chance to see this weekend, but... I'll catch him at another convention. So I started, you know, taking pi- me taking pictures with uh, us together, and I haven't decided yet if I'm going to post them or not, because I don't know. But then around eight o'clock, I went over to um, Anime Parliament. I missed the first five minutes because I could not find a panel room, but it was pretty fucking awesome, especially on the case of accusing the French of rape. What? Uh, yeah, Hetalia accusing Fr- the French for rape. And someone said, it's usually France that's getting raped. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It, that one was, was, was really good. And then, for the first time ever, Otacon had the Otacon La- 21 Plus Lounge. Went back to my room, threw on my nice um, clothes... Me and my friend Rob, he was uh, the spy from Team Fortress 2, and I was like a formal Artemis without the wig because it was just too hot to wear it. We met up with uh, with Scarlet from Scarlet Rhapsody, and the three of us went on down, and we pretty much boogied out. I had fun. I ended up picking up a uh, collector's um, drink glass, and I'm, st- and I'm walking around talking, and I'm holding, I'm like, this thing is missing, uh, this thing is missing vodka and ice. <laughs> And I'm, I like the fact that there was something for us adults to go to and hang out. And it was from it was from 8 to midnight. And I figured I would go to about 11.30 and then change and go to the rave. But I never made it to the rave because me and Rob, we met with a couple of girls. And we hung out like the whole weekend. So I mean the whole evening with them. So that was pretty cool. And I hope that more conventions have a 21 plus lounge. I think that would be pretty cool for us to go to, you know, to get away from the ankle biters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and that and that pretty much was my Friday. I, and I also did a photo shoot with with um 
Elter Aiko cosplay. She was the Madoka at KatoriCon. If you remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been wanting to uh, get, get do a shoot with her because I really like her Madoka. I just like how she carries it and how awesome she is. So we did a imp- we did a nice awesome shoot and I gotta send her copies of the photos. Um and that pretty much was my Friday. Mm, sounds like you had fun. Yeah, and Saturday maybe, mm-hmm. maybe next time I'll uh, go to go to the twenty one lounge instead of just like wandering around like doing what I was doing. Maybe. Yeah, I think I had told you about that, yeah. If you did, I probably forgot. Yeah. But one thing I wasn't too fond... I mean, they didn't have, like, a dress code, so you could have shown up as you were, which, you know... They said there was going to be swing dancing and stuff, and there was, and I faked my way through it pretty well, but... I was only Steven still so about noon. I ended up... Yeah, I ended up getting changed, like, getting, getting a quick shower, and then just putting on a normal t-shirt. Right, right. That reminds me, like, you... T- Let's talk about the uh, pool they had there. I never made it to the pool because when I was going to go to the pool, I actually went to bed for about... I actually slept for about an hour because I got really sick because I forgot to eat. Dumbass. Shut up. But anyway, the pool was very long and, like, narrow. It it had a hot tub in it, but it was pretty much shaped like a lowercase i. Yeah. And it, it... I don't think it was more than, like, Seven or eight feet across, I could have jumped over that thing, and I'm built like a, and I'm built like a ziploc bag full of water and cornstarch mix. Hmm. But uh, the hot tub was really nice. They didn't overchlorinate it like, like yeah. anime next. Mm-hmm. And there was a sauna in there. How was the sauna? Good, nice and relaxing. No home suckers were there. No, thank God. I didn't want to. Yeah, it, there weren't any home stuckers in the pool room. Period. I didn't want to see the idiots jumping in the pool or hot tub and seeing like seeing like a puddle of paint like floating on the top of the <laughs> water surface, or in a hot tub, just all that paint like running down in like rivulets. <sighs> that reminds me. On Saturday, I'm pretty sure home stuckers sat. We're responsible for sabotaging the outside fountain. Oh yeah, we were a bunch of us. We were outside. I, I'm, I'm. We're all talking. I'm staring out at the sky, and I see these things floating in the air. I'm thinking it's feathers or something. I didn't think much about it until I get home. Until I get back to the room, and someone's like, somebody poured detergent into the outside fountains. And then they were like, it was homestuckers, and I was like, let's wait until we get a confirmation. And my friend Kendra was like, are you a homestucker? I was like, hell no. I just feel that, yeah, they get a bum rap because of what they do. I'm like, before we officially blame them for this, let's find out if somebody actually, if it was one of them that actually did that. And then someone's like, well, Otakon's no longer allowed it in Baltimore and this, this, that, and all this other shit, you know, so. I guess that's one way to give them all a bath. Yeah. Well, I think, um... If you could say that it was trolling, it's probably a reaction mm-hmm. from the uh, stuff that was out a few months ago. Yes. When the w- whole thing that they were jumping into pools to clean themselves, um, the, the real troll thing to do would to put 
detergent in the fountains. Yes, and <laughs> the, and then so I mean, creatively, you have to admit that that's kind of funny, but at the same time, yeah, they're shit. <laughs> but I find what was really interesting is like the next night, people are actually in the water, and I'm like, yeah. Jump in the water, the same water that the homeless use to bathe themselves. Yeah, good idea. And I meant to go over there earlier in the day on Saturday to see, to get pictures, but you know me. If the majority of the con is in one location, that's where I'm going to stay. But um, when I was over there after the rave Saturday night, there was still some suds stuck on the wall. So, yeah, that doesn't go away very easily. Someone splashed it up with water and and he let it go. Well, yeah. It was still very disruptive. Yeah, it was. But what can I say? It happens. But moving on with Saturday. Saturday I had an interview with Miley Flanagan and if you heard at the top of our pre at the end of our pre-show she did a bumper for the Vogue Network so thank you Miley for, for that we really appreciate it and we did an interview with her um, about how she got the role of Naruto and what she does she, she pretty much loves being a voice actress doing acting and everything so that was like one of my that was like one of that was a really awesome fun interview that I did um but they, we had three interviews this weekend it was with her one with Crispin Freeman and the other one was with Vic Mignogna and I couldn't do that one because I was going to the TMR TM Revolution Homai Kazoku concert because that's the main thing I wanted to do at the con, con itself because I'm like I started with TMR I'm going to end with TMR so I asked uh, Ari to cover that so Tell us about that interview, Sam. Oh yeah, it was not. It was simple enough. I, I was a little nervous, you know, mm-hmm. getting it all together. They told me, like, it ended up being an hour after it was. I was told they were scheduled. Yeah, because um, Molly was late, and it kind of knocked, bumped everybody up by an hour or two. Yeah, so I just ended up killing some time in the game room. Okay. For uh, waiting for it to start, or bumping around from different play from mm-hmm. different. Game stations. Right. So uh, when I got there, you know, sat down. By the way, have you looked over the footage? I haven't looked at it yet. I'm probably going to look at it uh, tomorrow or Thursday. Hmm. I just hope I didn't do too badly. <laughs> well, you did a good job with um with John Saint John. So. And I was and as and as I told Vic, it was very ad hoc. It was pretty improvised, and mm-hmm. I had far far inferior equipment than I had. I had to borrow your camera. Well, yeah. So we we ended up t- talking about a lot of Star Trek stuff and yeah, like his own. I guess you want to call it fan series or something like that. Yeah, yeah, because um, where Tra- he plays Captain Kirk. Yeah, because Travis Donovan over at um Under Sedation Live caught some of it when he was at a con back in January, and and mm-hmm. Travis is a big Star Trek fan. Yeah, he uh, he has a. He has a rather strange opinion about the the reboot movies. He said they're okay; they're just not good Star Star Trek movies. Well, him and um, him and Travis would would would, would like would appreciate that. So, because he's not um, a big fan of it. So, <clears throat> after it closes, I'm like wandering. I wander over to a uh, back to the Hilton for Uncle Yo's 
stand-up special, I managed to get close to... I managed to get good seats mm-hmm. when I realized, where's my backpack? Because I had bought it with me because you asked me to get a Full Metal Alchemist DVD signed for, signed yeah. for you. Yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to tell you to not say nothing about that, but the person I'm getting it for doesn't listen to the podcast, so it's okay. Oh, sorry. It's all right. But, uh, anyway, like, I'm backtracking my... St- I'm retracing my steps. I'm going to the game room trying to figure out where it was. I asked some of the staffers who were just kind of giving me mm-hmm, looks. Mm-hmm. And then I was I'm like, looking around, I think, wait, did I leave it in the press room? So I go back to the Sheraton, going up the escalator, and just as I get at the top of the escalator, I coming out of the door is Vic Mignona. I see him like, oh, a huge... Well, first of all, it was nice that he had remembered me from the couple of times we met him before, even the one interview we did with him in Anime Next. Yeah. He remembers that, or? He re- yeah, he remembers that. He remembers Sweet. me, at least. That is awesome. Like, like, oh, shit. I run in there, and I see on one of the chairs is my backpack. The DVD's still in there. I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm running out, running down the escalator, calling out to him, Vic! Vic, Vic! And uh, he has one of his handlers there with him. Which is kind of a weird thing to say, you know. Yeah. Usually, like AIDS or an entourage, but yeah. handlers like and kind of implies like they're like leading him from place to place with a big chunk of meat. Mm. Well, you know that way they don't get like you know bombarded by the by the fans and so forth, you know. <clears throat> but yeah, I meet him at the, I meet him in the lobby. I'm like, oh, there's something else I forgot to ask you, and I show him the DVD I want signed. Now, in all fairness, he could have just told me to said he was busy or could have told me to piss off God knows his his handler wanted to on on his behalf and I was looking at the schedule and I'm thinking oh great he, 1 o'clock to, on Sunday ugh but uh I'm not I'm, I'm not whatever but uh he's like oh yeah I'll sign it and like who's it to and then I told him who it was to and you ended up signing it for me. That was pretty thinking, cool. Oh, thank God, you're a lifesaver. And to Vic, thank you for that. We really appreciate that. Yeah, because he's like been I'm, he's been nice to, like to me from my experiences. I'm, I know some of the people yep. have had a uh, conflicting opinions about him or mm-hmm. like more unsavory things to say, but I haven't experienced anything like that with him. You know, I guess I'm the. Uh, odd man out in this case but yeah he was it was really nice of him to uh, do that for me and I thank him for it so I don't so he got the bumper for the web for the website as well and that ended up doing really good yeah at least I think so mm-hmm. I think well I'll like I'm gonna look at the footage later so but before we continue as we are podcasting, Sci-Fi Channel's premiering Heroes of Cosplay as we speak. And I've been following my Twitter and my Facebook. It's kind of split down the middle. No one's gotten really salty yet, but we we like I said, I will be to- I will be reviewing this, but please carry on. So yeah, that was how the Vic Mignogna interview went. Okay. Um now, I went to the concert. Oh, first it was some slight issues because we had a section for us pressers to go to, but the problem is that 
there were non-pressed people in down in down in the area, but still, they got them out. A few of us we end up sitting in the back towards where some of the staffers were, but the concert was still awesome nonetheless. And I found that that the, the group that is homemade Kazoku, they are orig- they are originally from the states. They were born and raised here. So I thought because I was talking to one other staff, they're like their English is so well, and I'm thinking, well, they must have. Got sent to one of those high tech cramming schools, you know, out overseas or something. But guess not. I did not stick around for the masquerade because the truth of the matter is, I wanted to get out, grab food, and take more pictures and stuff. I really didn't want to be in the uh, first Mariner from like three o'clock to like ten p.m. You know. But if you are fans of TM Revolution and Home Kazoku. And of this podcast, I may have a secret surprise treat for for fans later in the week. But anywho, half the time I was fiddling around with my camera and making sure I got the, some decent shots because no flash photography was allowed. So I'm like, this shit's blurred, this shit's blurred, this shit's blurred, this shit's blurred. But we were able to move up to the front to get pictures for the first three um songs of each of each band and then shots of the encore so i mean i love tm revolution i love hmk hearing them live it just blew my mind it was just just wonderful it it just really hits you home and for those of you who don't know tm revolution he did the ending theme to raroni kenshin the opening theme to gundam seed and soul eater that's just a few of them. He's done more, but those are the ones, the popular ones that I, that I can tell you. As for Home Kaizoku, they did the ending themes for Naruto Shippuden, the opening theme for Eureka 7, and um, I think they did another series, but, no, an ending theme, one ending themes to Bleach. I did um, end up going to the rave later that night, and I made one fatal mistake I shouldn't have done. What's that? After getting there, I left. Why? What happened? It takes about an hour to get back in. Oh. Yeah. Well, I, d- I didn't have that problem because I went to the voice actors unplugged panel. Oh, how was that? I know that's. I know with that, it's eighteen plus, and you're not allowed to record anything like that because you because what can be said can get people in some trouble, you know. Yeah, it was uh, Kyle Hebert, Hebert, um, mm-hmm. Uncle Yo. Uh, Todd Habercorn and I forget the names of the two girls over there. Um, they, were fielding qu- they were fielding questions from the audience and uh, Christina V it, and Miley Flanagan probably. Yeah, what it was is they flipped the coin and if you called it right, you got to ask them a question, and if not, they had they got to ask you a question, and they pretty much came out and said, "Yeah, all they're all going to be dick related or something like that." Mm. But uh, the real stealer of the show was this guy on stage because there was someone in the crowd who was deaf mm-hmm. they got and they you know, had to interpret everything in sign language Uncle Yo had so much fun with him just like calling out all sorts of like weird like sexual things and see how they they were demonstrated with the in, with sign language mm-hmm. and after a while it just got to like ex- like exaggerations and stuff, and in the occasional like, like beckoning you like come here, 
So yeah. he could, like, slap the crap out of him or something like that. Mm-hmm. He, he was hilarious. Because, like, a couple of times, like, he would go, skull fucking. And he would make it, like, a gesture, like, holding a skull in his crotch and, like, thrusting at it. And everyone, like, going wild for it. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun. That sounds awesome. I like that. But, oh, uh, yeah, God. I was there for the, at the rave for about a half hour before leaving. That's that's good. I, I was re- used to it being in like like the third floor where it was like mm-hmm. still where the windows were and it was they like feed into the uh, panel rooms. And he said that that uh, that changed like several years ago. Right. Which which shows you how often I go to the rave. Gotcha. If we um we go to the chat room real quick, Hockey Comment wants to know how was the game room. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was like it was in the same place as last year, so pretty much all the same stuff stuff was in the same locations. That's good because I went into the game room just for a bit to check out um Crisis Heart uh, Brawlers, and it was it was pretty it was pretty fun. It was like a, it's like a tip. It reminds me of the Scott Pilgrim beat him up. So, um, let's see what else is there. I think that was it for my for my Saturday. Really, afterwards, you know, I ran it. We a bunch of us. We kind of walked up and down the um the convention center area, talked to some people, and we actually met up with some. We met up with uh, a couple of doctors and their companions, and we're just talking around, chilling, and. We kind of we kind of got little racial per se. Uh oh. No, this was funny. This was funny. This was funny. We're just talking and chilling, and um, some guy walks up and goes, yeah, "There's free chicken over there," and I'm like, "Where?" And there's some dude went over to Royal Farms and bought like a box of chicken and was just giving it to people. And this one guy is like, mm-hmm. "I can't believe it!" I it's like the he's like the white dude. He's like. I'm telling people that it's free chicken and no one listens. You say it's free chicken and everybody um just turns around. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Because another <laughs> friend, because what happened was my friend Kazama walked by and he was like, dude, there's free chicken over there. He didn't pay him any mind. I was like, yo, dude, there's free chicken around the corner. He goes, where? I don't know. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, um, if we go back to the game room real quick, uh, Scarlet was like, yeah, they had third mix in there. Yeah, they had third mix, but they had two, no, 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 no. It was a third mix machine, but it had, um, extreme on it. But there was also two pump it up machines. There was a beat mania and a popping music machine. Would have liked to have gotten some popping music in, but I did see Project Justice, but unfortunately I got my ass handed to me because I'm so rusty at the game now. So, you know. Let's move ahead to um to Sunday. Sunday was a little bit more quiet for me. Um, I had an interview with Christopher Freeman. I didn't do as well because I'm running on lack of sleep. And I was much more nervous than I originally was. But Mako, you'll like you'll like one thing about his about his interview though. Oh. He is the voice of Alucard. <laughs> See? <laughs> But I did. Yeah. I did make Sorry. one. Yeah, I did make one mistake. When he said Alucard, first thing that came to mind was uh, Castlevania, but it was Alucard from Helsing, and he's like, 
not everyone makes that type of mistake, which is understandable, but still, you know. Saturday was just pretty quiet. I actually ran to my friend Chibi Tune. I haven't seen in a while. We just spent the last couple of hours just hanging out talking because my friend Rob was supposed to help me do cosplayer interviews, but he was having so much crap in his room that I never it never happened. So I ended up walking over to walking around taking pictures, and you know how they have like circles and stuff like that where people just start playing music and stuff. I recorded that. There was a group of people who were doing uh, Gangnam Style, Gentleman. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, and a couple of other songs. I recorded all of that. That was pretty cool. I think for me, Sunday was mostly just talking, relaxing, and catching up with people. And yeah, I know, sorry I yeah, couldn't have been there to I, I, I understand. I, I understand. You, you know, you had to take care of family stuff, which is all good. Um, I'll say this. As some people have not heard already, this is my last Otakon for now. I will be back when it goes to D.C. That's right, you heard. Otakon is moving to D.C. in 2017, the Walter E. White Convention Center. It seems when... Now, originally they were saying 2015, but it looks like they're saying 2017 now. So, either or, it's a bigger convention center, more hotels... Um, if you take the metro, the metro drops you off right at the convention center, which is really cool. Like if you take if you're in Boston for AB, the T puts you right at the Prudential Building. Now some people are complaining like they hate DC, this and that. Well, I think it's going to be a little bit cheaper to be there and a lot easier to get around. Mostly because, like, there's like only one catwalk between that like links the two buildings together. Is that over that little street that goes through it. Mm-hmm. And that was consistently jam-packed the entire weekend. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maka wouldn't do well in. Well, from what I heard rumors saying about the move is while it's a bigger convention center, they're not getting the full convention center. Well, they're probably not getting the full one for now. But as time goes on. Well, the move has... uh, Nobody's been saying that the move is because they've overgrown where they are. Everybody's saying that the move is strictly because the convention center that that they're at now is uh, being fixed up. Well, I heard about that. But also on the same token, Otakon has actually outgrown the convention center. Because for two years, they actually capped attendance because of how big they were getting. So, well, it's good that it's getting so popular. Mm-hmm. Now, from what my sources were saying, now, they were going to stay in Baltimore. They were going to stay. But DC told them in 2015 or 2016, whatever, we have this big convention center for you guys. We got the hotels. Whatever you guys need, we're going to have it when you're ready. And Otakon went to Baltimore like, DC has this. What do you have to offer? And Baltimore's like, well, we're the, well, we're, they were like hemming and hawing about things and like, and Baltimore's like, well, we're at, we out. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Now, 
on a scale of one to ten, I will give Otakon eight and a half. Sounds about right. Yeah, I mean, I the only issue I had was was the press thing, but even so, Otakon is a type of convention. No matter what the problems are, they will do their best to fix them and keep going. But. Let's get that way. Yeah. Sorry, my again, my my Twitter feed is exploding about heroes of cosplay. I'm like, God damn it. But anywho. Torches and pitchforks yet? Uh it's more likely gratuitous boobage and cleavage shots. I meant from the fan, from the people watching it. Mm. So anywho. Like I said, I had a bit of a surprise here that I was working on. We are now able to take your calls on the show. I'm going to go ahead and set it up. We are live. If you have Skype, Skype us at Anime Jam Session. If you went to Otakon, if you want to talk about what you like, what you didn't like, and your thoughts, give us a ring. Just so you know, we're only keeping this line open for maybe about a couple of minutes before we wrap it up because we kind of ran late with our um with our podcast even though we started a few minutes early so if you want to um come on the show and talk to us about Otacon, you can skype us at anime jam session this won't end in disaster probably there's a yeah i'm not even saying okay i'm not even not me oh the chat can't handle another caller fashion. I mean, someone just breaking in and just screaming all sorts of randomness. I don't think that's going to happen, but I'm already seeing how it is, because as I'm adjusting the volume for Skype, it's muffling you guys. I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. Then again, this laptop is a piece of crap. It's a single core processor, and the sound card is cheap, so, you know. I'll fiddle around with it later to get a better audio quality. I was trying to do it on um, on Linux, and it booted up pretty quickly. The problem is, I could hear Mako, but she couldn't hear me. And I set that line input as a default, so... Ah, eh, well. And we go to the chat room, and um, Scarlet's like, I'd Skype, but my voice sounds like Pelma, Patty and Selma, because she has Compleg. And if we go to the chat, um, Hockey Common goes, Suggestions for Otacon and the BCC. Lines outside the video rooms and panels and like. More tension barriers, please. Here's the thing. Those tension barriers are very expensive. They're only going to have them in like key places that's where they're going to be needed. Which is why they have tape all over the place. It's cheap and it's effective and you can, get, and you can pull it up when it's done. Yeah, because on Friday, when they finally opened the video game room, I was down there taking pictures. Mm-hmm. I look over, and everyone there, like thousands of people, are also going, yes, yes, yes. Oh, I yes. was there for that. I was oh, there you for are. Yeah, that's where I was doing my photo shoot. Oh, I didn't even notice you were there. No, I was on the other side, but I heard them, you know. Wow, Skype line is dying tonight. No, Nothing's popping up. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't invest a lot of money in getting this to work. <laughs> I'm going to keep the Skype line open for one more minute before I shut it down and we start, I start, clo- start wrapping things up. 
All right. Well, mm-hmm. in the meantime, um, they uh, there's going to be an exclusive 3DS Attack on Titan game. Ooh. I, I, yeah, I heard about that, but the only thing that sucks is that the 3DSs are region locked, so unless I get a Japanese 3DS or someone dump, does a ROM dump of it, you know, I don't see myself playing it anytime soon. I can only imagine what the theme song will sound like on that. Actually, it'll sound just like, like the MP3. Um, I do know there's also an Attack on Titan Flash game, I think, or HTML5 base game. Hmm. Alright, going once, going twice, sold American, and I am signing, I am going offline off of Skype. That's it, people. You had a three minute window, and three minute window is no bueno. Aww. It's not my fault. What am I supposed to? I can't force people. You could pay them. With what money? <laughs> he's, she, oh. he's got a point. Ari's got Monopoly money. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and Hockey Kong goes, send an armored titan in there to break the region barriers. And Act F went, oh, well, nobody went to Otakon then? A couple of people in the chat went to Otakon, but due to con plague, they can't call in. And for the record, I guess it must be an East Coast, West Coast thing or Southern thing because people on the West Coast and in the South say con crud, whereas on the, we're on the East Coast, we say con plague. It seems like if you, got, if you get sick for one day at a con, you have con crud. But if you get sick towards the end of the con it's, and you're homesick and you're sick the following day that's con plague but you know we go to the, uh, Alpha Canagra and it goes 3DS audio is way better than the, C, than, C, than the DS but remembers the Kid Icarus Uprising soundtrack information saying the 3DS wasn't perfect and this was the real deal because of the CD and Scarlet goes, West Coast varies between con SARS, con AIDS, and con plague. Uh, plague just seemed more like a catch-all. That's why I was using it. Yeah. Hopefully, where where where, where when Otakon goes to DC, there's a night, there's a supermarket nearby. That would be pretty cool. Possibly. Yeah, but you know, let's go ahead. Wait, where where is the convention, sir? What part of DC is it in? I have no idea. You know what? Let's let's look at this real quick before we wrap shit up. Google Maps to the rescue. <laughs> oh, by the way, I, I forgot something I forgot to mention earlier in the podcast. I I spoke to the people at uh, Astral Gaming again. They're sending me the the missing external microphone. This was a two day ship. It it got sent five days, so I'll have it on Saturday. Nice. Nice. It's like I said, Astral Game makes some great stuff. It's worth the price, but get the extended warranty if you're not patient enough for them. Let's see. Extension. 
Let's see. Right, let's take out the E and see what we get. Again, I get nothing. Am I spelling it right? Convention Center. Yeah, there. Walter E. Washington Convention Center. Derp. Why was I saying? Why was I thinking white? All right, come on, come on, Google Maps. You can do it. Well, shit. It's like it's like six. It's like eight blocks from the uh, from the White House. Oh, I can only imagine the reactions of the Secret Service agents when cosplayers start <laughs> taking tours, especially ones that are in military gear, like your Resident Evil cosplayers, your Attack on Titan cosplayers. <laughs> I can, oh my god I can just imagine um, I can imagine Obama coming out and there's a bunch of Attack on Titan cosplayers standing there. they just turn and do the official salute no <laughs> no 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 cosplayers from Helsing Ultimate in full Nazi uniform that's oh goody don't give the Hitalia fandom any ideas Also near. Let's uh, think about Homestuck cosplayers and Secret Service agents. Uh, I already saw. I already saw Gurren Lagann Homestuck hybrid cosplay. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, I threw up my mouth a little. Yeah, I don't blame you. And also near the Walter E. Washington Convention Center is the U.S. Government Accountability Office. If that's an oxymoron, I don't know what is. Yeah. Shall we go ahead and start wrapping and wrap it up? Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't, we're going to continue to um, just go 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 nutty on this. Oh, there's a Grand Hyatt attached to the convention center. Nice. A fungal. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 We'll be back.
I was actually waiting for that part of the song to kick in. <laughs> for some reason, I thought it just fit so well. The amount of times I have rolled my eyes tonight. Is it a new record? Yeah. A new record! Yeah. <laughs> well, we do. Wait, what the fuck? What? Facebook is Facebook is rolling out more um sight enhancements. Okay. There, there is a giant uh poke back button where you go to poke somebody. So it's a giant blue button. Wasn't expecting okay. it. Oh yeah, yeah, on the yeah, on your phone, right? No, on the website. Oh. Because I got that on my phone. I haven't... It must have just been recent because I'm in the beta, so... And I've noticed on certain people's uh, profiles, when you go to check, like, their friends and stuff, the fonts is different, so... It's slowly getting that Windows 8 Metro UI, you know? Is that good or bad? I don't know. I actually like the Metro UI and the fonts for it and stuff, so... But to each his own. Washu will talk is like bringing back the poke. <laughs> so, thanks for listening to our Otakon 2013 convention report. We appreciate it. And this will be available right in, in the coming week. And don't forget, it will be sent, uh, re-aired um, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the VOG Network. So, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. The answer will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We are independent bloggers. We don't get paid to do what we do. We do this for free for the love of it. So when we talk about what we like and we didn't like, we're actually telling you the truth about it. So it's not like it's biased or anything. So you can definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. And in upcoming weeks, I will be rolling out a brand new layout. Something that kind of makes it a little bit more modern. But definitely check out our website. I hope you like what you see there. And that's where you can also go to check out our podcast. But for some reason, you're not able to get to the podcast. You can find us at uh, Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, and Xbox Music. If you give us a five-star report on iTunes, we'll gladly read that read the review right on the air. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. Um, I'm going to redo the Big Apple Pony Con video since I will now have free time to do so. Um, definitely check out the current videos that we have up there. I hope you like them. I may be pulling a couple of them down and redoing them and re-uploading them for a better quality. But if you want to check out our individual YouTube pages, you can find me at DJ Ronma S. You can find Ari at Ari22682 and Mako-chan is at Jupe Luna. Definitely follow us on Twitter. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's our Twitter when you let, we'll let you know when articles are going up, photos, videos, conventions, all that cool stuff. But if you want to follow us individually, you can find me at DJ Ronma S. You can find Ari at The Ari Man. And you can find Mako-chan at Joe Videa. Check us out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. Right now we are at... Come on, scroll down for me. Come on. 2,497. Like I said, I have a treat for you guys. If we can get this bad, this number to 2,500... Hell, if you can get it to 2525 by by the end of the week, I will definitely hook you guys up something from the uh, from the concert. So, because I'm a good person like that, 
But speaking of hooking you guys up, we're going to redo the co- the contest for the for the uh, for the Sailor Moon brooch because that person never claimed it. So we're going to try that again later next week. Sucks to be them. Eh, it happens. So, anywho, if I can say thanks for the likes, thanks for the support. If it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this. As long as you keep liking the page, the photos, the pictures, and the articles, and everything else. Me and the entire staff will continue to work hard and bring you more great, more great stuff for you to, to fawn over. If you want to find me on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash djronmas. Um, I talk about some stuff about the podcast, some cosplay, you know, cool stuff. And if you want, you can follow Mako-chan at facebook.com slash Kino. She talks about cooking over there sometimes. Just don't piss her off. No, I don't. <laughs> I have one for my cooking. Yeah, it's called it's facebook.com slash Makoto's Kitchen Nightmares with Usagi. Not quite. But it's along those lines. Not quite. <laughs> we know, we know. If it was, the first image would be like of her with the with the grumpy cat face with the with the expre- with the words, I don't get paid enough for this shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But don't forget, we are on the VOG Network, uh, VOGNetwork.com, Voice of Geeks. There's more to the, Vo- the, the VOG Network than just anime. There's pop culture, science fiction, Doctor Who, video games, and so much more. So definitely check out uh, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live. Those are your podcasts about science fiction, television, movies, books, British t- programming, and a whole lot more, and Doctor Who. Check out Girls Gone Wild and Whorehouse on Wednesdays. Girls Gone Wild is at 12 and Whorehouse is at 10. But of course, it's about World of Warcraft. But if you want, but definitely check out our flagship programming on Sunday nights The Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio starts at 8. It's video game gamer talk on both shows. So definitely check those out. So I think that's it. So, um, Mako chan, last words. Mm, no. Are you being um, Grumpy Cat again? No, I've just got nothing to say. (laughs) That's a shocker. Alright. Ari, any last words? That party I went to on Sunday in lieu of the third day of the convention, totally not worth it. Yeah, I feel you. Last words for me. I have to get the alcohol ready for Heroes of Cosplay. And I have to get my laptop ready because... <sighs> yeah. Winter last final. Tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. <sighs> yeah, I know. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're going to need it. Oh, God damn it, Washio Otaku. He's like, Facebook is becoming metrosexual. That term is still a thing. Wah, wah, wah. Something along those lines. So, thanks for listening. We hear same VOG Network time, VOG Network channel. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Take care. See you next week. Later. Good night, bitches. Night. <clears throat> Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Good night.
Good night, Maka-chan. You did that on purpose, didn't you? Uh, every time. I hate you. Heart. No heart. Heart. No heart. Heart. Fire! <laughs> oh god. Come on, you have to say win. Yeah, he's Earth. I hate you guys. <laughs> <laughs> This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session, AJS Productions. There were no fanboys or fangirls hurt, maimed, or killed during this episode. This time. The views and opinions on this show do not reflect the entire staff or network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. And if you would like a transcript of today's podcast, start typing. Visit us at AnimeJamSession.com and VOGNetwork.com for more information about the show. See you next time.